You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hi, this is Olivia Cook. And I'm Amber Daphne. And this is The Empowered Woman. Badass and unfiltered. My co-host Amber and I created this podcast to highlight the badass women we know and love. We did this with the goal of empowering women and supporting each other on the journey of life and business. We show women that they can still be a badass, make a difference in the world, leave a legacy, all while rocking their femininity. Now let's dive in. Welcome, welcome, and thank you for joining us today. It's Amber Duffney of the Empowered Woman Podcast, Badass and Unfiltered. Today, we are talking about human design with a human design expert, Chris Prochaska. So Chris is a certified BG5 human design business consultant and a certified human design profit potential coach and instructor. Her 20-plus years of experience as a therapist and business consultant help her laser right to the root of an issue and provide her clients effective and practical solutions. Her 2015 TED Talk had over 300,000 views, and while she spoke about how to get your kids to listen and engage, the principles hold true in business as well. So thank you so much for for being with us today, Chris. I'm so excited to have you here. Hey, thank you, Amber. I'm super excited yeah. to be here too. Thanks Absolutely. for the invitation. Mm-hmm. So let's start with, for anybody who doesn't know what human design is, let's start with that. Can you give our listeners kind of a Reader's Digest version of, of what it is and, and maybe how you kind of, how it got on your radar? <laughs> Yeah, you bet, you bet. So um, in about 2011, I was working with a coach and I was transitioning from being a therapist um, to doing more coaching. And of course, therapy and coaching have a very different perspective. Um, And so I was really in that place of dealing with a lot of my own beliefs and doing a lot of self-healing And at some point I realized that, uh, after doing, you know, months and months of EFT and trying to shift my beliefs that, uh, and, and making some progress, but at the same time, just, there was always Mm -hmm. something new. And I had this aha, I was like, we cannot make someone or something all right by focusing on what's wrong. Now, the problem with this this is a great insight, but the problem was that I was, quite literally raised in, you know, the medical field with a, my mom was a nurse and uh, my dad, an accountant. So there was always, you know, looking for what, what's the details and what's wrong and all of that. But um, also as with my training as a therapist and diagnostician uh, for clinical issues, I was really had this paradigm of looking at what's wrong. And so I had this hot thought and I went, well, how do I show people what's right with about them? How do I do that? <laughs> I don't right. even know how. That makes sense so, from the background of the pod. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So then at this point, that's when um, human des- I was introduced to human design. And at first I looked at it and I was like, what the hell? And I, I love woo woo. I mean, believe me, I like hypnotherapy and spiritual, tra- like tons. I mean, you know, lots and lots of training, yoga, EFT, energy. So I'm not adverse to some good old fashioned, you know, energy stuff. But when I looked at the chart, I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. You know, that looks like, um, you know, that just looks like a foreign language mm. to me. And, and yet 
I could perceive that there was some energy there. There was something about it that that was compelling me to learn more. So, so I did. And as I, I dove in, I realized that this was exactly what would allow me to show people what's right about them. What are their strengths? How does their energy flow? Where does it get stuck? You know, because that's also part of it is that we do have challenges and we do have gifts and strengths and those challenges are built into the design. And when we can look at them from the mechanics of the design, then, you know, looking at the energy flow in the design, then we can see where the energy is getting pinched off or where we're Mm. leaking it and what to do about it without having to make it um, like this big, long thing. You know, I'm, I'm a person who's like, look, I don't want you on my damn couch for six years, (laughs) like get out in the world and be yourself. And so I love human design for that because I have had clients who say it's like two, you know, 10 years of therapy in two hours. So Um, So human, like, so let's look, you know, very quickly at what is human design. Well, human design is a synthesis of many different systems, uh, some science-based and some esoteric. So we've got the I Ching or I Ching, uh, the Kabbalah, the chakra system, and astrology are more esoteric systems. Now, each one of those systems has been around for thousands and thousands of years. Why? Because there is a truth that winds through all of them, and they describe the experience of being human and the evolution of our, uh, not just being a human, but also our spirit. And then on the scientific side, we have quantum physics, which describes the neutrino field, which is the imprint uh, that this is why we look at the astrology is the neutrinos are the imprint of the energy. It's like an energy stamp that we receive that at birth. So fascinating. Then, oh my gosh. Can I just say that? <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. And then one more science is the uh, genetics. So the human genetic code and that, so all wrapped together is this very uh, holistic and um, prolific, deep, deep system. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, I was introduced to human design last year and I, through you when you uh, did a kind of a reading and a workshop in our mastermind with Stacy Hartman, who's a mutual friend. And yeah, yeah I love Stacy too. And I was just blown away by even just the the tip of the iceberg because obviously human design, you know, and I'm going to post, we're going to talk about my chart uh, here shortly, which I'm super excited about, but I will post um, a picture of that um, so that people kind of in the, in the show notes, so people can understand what it, the heck we're talking about. Um, but it is, yeah. I mean, anything that helps us learn to understand and embrace all aspects of ourselves, I am so all about. And I love how human design does that. And like I said, just brushing the surface, I've already learned, (laughs) you know, a lot about myself Mm -hmm. and the potential there is, it's just, it's unlimited, really. Yeah. I'm curious, Amber, what is the, when, uh, what is like one of the big things that when you learned about it, even just scratching the surface, what was one of the big things that you went, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. When I looked at, uh, I have to just pull it up here, um, the inner authority. When I looked at that, when it Mm. talks about emotional and solar plexus, I was just like, ding, ding, ding. I feel things. so deeply in my solar plexus when I'm stressed out and anxious that's where the knot goes when I'm excited about Mm -hmm. something I also get knots but in a different way but it's always in my solar plexus Mm -hmm. my intuition pardon me my intuitive hits come through my solar plexus Mm -hmm. like everything Mm -hmm. and I'm and I'm very emotional um you know how there's left brain and right brain people 
I am very, I can't remember which one it is, but I, I'm the, the more emotional one because I feel yep. things and that helps me to make decisions versus using, <laughs> I don't say I don't use my brain, but. <laughs> well, that's good. You're not supposed to use your brain. None of us are designed to use our brain. And yet we're taught that from a very early yeah. age. That, you know, yeah. think about it, think logically, rationally, but yet no mm-hmm. authority is is really does that you'll see there are a very rare people that will say mental, but it's actually it's not the mind. It's a totally different way. Well, that's a, another mm-hmm. topic, but all of us were not designed to make a decision mm-hmm. with our mind. Yeah. So that was the big the biggest thing. And the second thing that stood out was when I learned um that uh projectors the title of what I fall under um the fact that my kids are are generators <laughs> I have two generators and I'm a projector and that combination being a single parent makes it tough. <laughs> oh my God. God bless you. Because, God bless you. and I'm oh. so grateful that I have a supportive ex um, who takes, yeah. you know, who we share custody 50, 50, because I need those breaks emotionally, oh, yes, energetically. Absolutely. And it, we can, you can kind of explain why that is, but that was something that I learned and I went, Holy crap. No wonder I have such a hard time when both of my kids are having difficulties at the same time and coming at me at the same time, I feel like I go into fight or flight. Right. And I'm working on, I'm also, I also have learned that I'm a highly sensitive person. So that, and that could, and maybe, you know, but it could wrap into, to my human design chart as well. But I have some sensitive, some, um, what's the word? Uh, Oh my gosh. Sensitivities around noise and, and stuff like that. Sensory. Sensory. Yeah. I get sensory yes. overload. Yeah, I get sensory overload. And, and my kids, as much yeah. as I love them and would die for them, when I'm having difficulties with them or they're having difficulties and it's it's being projected at me, um, right, to fix yeah. it, I uh, I struggle. I struggle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a huge oh, aha for me. Yes, I love that. Okay, so perfect. And and maybe I can, uh, those things that you were just talking about, uh, give you a couple examples of why mm-hmm. that's happening. And uh, yeah, when we look at your chart, um, do you, and, and I just want to say, by the way, for everybody who's listening, and you, Amber, as well. So my kids, similarly, I'm uh, sharing custody with my two kids, a 16 and a 12 year old. And I am a generator type. I am a, in, in uh, business terms, we call it classic mm-hmm. builder, uh, manifesting generators are express builders. Um, and projectors are advisors, which I prefer the term advisor because I just feel like that really is speaks more to really what you're here to do guide energy, not, <laughs> not be the one who provides mm-hmm. the energy. And why I like teaching. Um, probably why I like teaching. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Natural teacher. So, um, and I need breaks. And I'm a generator. And my two kids are one's a manifesting generator and one's a what's one's a uh, just classic mm-hmm. generator. So I can only imagine <laughs> as, as an advisor or projector that you would definitely need those yeah, breaks. Too. Yeah. So thank goodness. That, uh, that I get them because that is definitely a part of my self-care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it should just be standard operating procedure for all yeah. mothers and fathers to have, you know, really, you know, give the other, you know, the, the spouse, mm. the partner, uh, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're uh, in a, in a, um, same sex marriage or not. Like it really, we're not talking even about gender. It's like, give the other person a break. We all need breaks. And I think the way that, uh, family raising kids and, and the expectations and the constructs that we have around marriage and relationships really doesn't take into consideration the, um, the individuality of 
each person who's in that family construct. And, um, and this is part of the beauty of design is that it not only maps the individual and there, and by the way, as many different people there are on the planet, that's how many different designs right. there are. So even if you have twins, you're going to have, uh, they're going to express the chart differently. And even minutes, you know, there could be minutes in the, you know, spread between one twin being born and the other. And there's, anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. However, there's no, there's no one like us. And so that's the beauty of design is it really helps us to understand that, but it also maps groups and, uh, you know, small groups like a family and then larger groups. And so we can map the dynamics of what happens when you get a certain group of designs together or people together, how are we going to push each other's buttons? How are we going to trigger each other? And how do we not take it personally? Because guess what? It's just energy. We're talking about energy in the human form. Our soul resides in this human vehicle. As Stacy, you and I both know this. As Stacy says, like we're a hundred percent human and a hundred percent spirit. And what I love about design is it really allows us to honor the one hundred percent human that we are, instead of devaluing it and acting like, oh well, I, you know, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience, and this human experience sucks, so I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it allows you to embrace um, that side of yourself or that that part of yourself, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I am I'm really really interested to hear what your you know take is on on my chart and you know sharing that. I my podcast partner Olivia Cook is also a projector. And yeah, oh, and it's uh, it's it's just obviously we're, we're going to be different in some ways, but but knowing that we're both projectors can definitely be um, you know beneficial information. So, oh my yeah. gosh, yes, yeah. Well, let's start there. Do you dude, let's just sure. start there real quick, and I'll just give everybody a a, a really because we just in uh, my foundation class that I'm teaching, uh, which is really all the kind of foundational pieces mm-hmm. of design. Um, we were just talking about projectors mm-hmm. or advisors uh, on Tuesday, and projectors. So we have we have um, technically it's four types, but we we uh, do sort of look at the manifesting generator. It's a it's a uh, slight. It's like a subtype or or slightly different type than the generator. It's 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 enough of a difference to to warrant giving them a, a little bit separate okay. category. So we'll say five types. We've got uh, generators and uh, manifesting generators, and we make up 70% of the population. Mm-hmm. So we, everybody, we live in a generator yeah. world. Okay. So we live in an energetic world. And what makes us generators is that we have the sacral center okay. defined. And if you have it colored in, in your design, it will be a red square near the bottom of the chart. Now, when you look at Amber's chart, or maybe if you're looking at your chart and you are a projector or a manifester or a reflector, it's that center is going to be white. So that's the other, you know, roughly 30% of the population. So the next, um, the next group or the next subgroup of, of, uh, or type is the projector and you're about 21% of the population, give or take. Right. And, um, and you do not have that sacral center defined. Um, I'm going to come back to that in just a moment. I'm going to just say the manifestors are about eight to 9% of the population. Mm. And the reflectors are really less than 1% of the population. They are very unique. Yes. And so we're all the types are not about our personality, although it may uh, influence our personality a little bit. It's really about our Mm. energy. It's, it describes our aura and it describes the way that we energetically interact with the other types right. and the world. 
And so there's different strategies. Uh, and there are, you know, obviously we've got a different authority and all and all that kind of cool stuff. But here are a couple fun facts about projectors is that there are the most you are the most diverse of all the types. In other words, we've got projectors, but then we've got energy projectors, we've got classic projectors, and we've got mental projectors. So there's three different oh. kinds of oh, projectors. And then within <laughs> those yeah. So, and then within those, we've got even more delineation. Mm. You also, projectors have five different author authorities. So five different ways that you make decisions. That's what the inner right. authority is on the chart. How do you make decisions? And so every projector has to quote unquote, wait for the invitation. Y'all the same strategy, but the authority is going to be different. Now, the most common one is just like yours, the emotional or solar plexus, and 53% of the population mm -hmm. as a whole um, have that colored in. So we live also in an emotional world. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing because our emotions are what create mm -hmm. connection to ourselves and to spirit. And so um, it's undergoing some mutation right now, uh, um, as you know, in, mm -hmm. in the human. We are mutating and um, working our way towards a massive mutation in 2027. So kind of similar to how we just entered the age of Aquarius uh, during yeah. the solstice uh, into a whole new sort of um, astrological epic or era um, or age, if you will, from the age of Pisces to the age of Aquarius now we are moving from an era of planning, which is your incarnation cross, the right angle cross of planning, into the cross of the sleeping phoenix, which is more about individuality. And that's happening, the sort of the tipping point, if you will, is 2027. Okay. So we are seeing children being born now who who carry this new quote unquote mutation. They all, we all look alike where there's nothing physically going to be different, but they are much more attuned to energy and, uh, the world in a much, in a different way. I don't know. How old are uh, you? My daughter's 10 and my son is six. Yeah. So they, they're probably already starting to carry this. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the, they're, they're, they know things that we're like, what? Yeah. I don't know that. You know what I mean? They're just, they're very sensitive, attuned. People call them the indigos, the crystals, the all right. of that, yes. you know, yeah. different things. So, yeah. So, okay, I'll pause there. Let me, do you have any, because I could just talk and talk, obviously. So what, anything of that makes sense to you? Does that, you know, or do you have any questions about anything? Um, I just it's, it's a lot. Um, so I'm, what I would love to understand a little bit more is the whole piece around um, like what the symbols mean on the chart. Um, like th there's different, there's design and then there's personality. Like what, what does that mean? Yeah. I guess in the scheme of things. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So let's, I'll, I'll take it like, high level and then we'll pull it and look at your chart specifically so you could see how what this mm -hmm. really means so when you're looking at the chart we've got two columns one on the left where it says design at the top and it's and then and a bunch of symbols on the left and then you have some numbers and they're yes. all in red and uh, for instance at the top the very top symbol there on the left hand column is a circle with a dot inside of it that is the symbol of the sun and the next one down is the earth and then we have the moon and the nodes of the moon and so on and so forth so forth so these are all the okay. different planets and they are what it's telling us is where were what uh, gates. So those numbers right next to there's 64 gates okay. in the design. There's 64 codons in the in the human genetic code, and each of these uh, gates in the design. And there's also this is where they all it synthesizes, right? So 64 uh, uh, codons in the co genetic code, 
64 chop marks in the I Ching. And those blend, those are related to one another. And that's what you're, that's what those numbers are. So when you're looking at the chart, you see all those yeah, little tiny yeah. numbers there? Some of them are circled right. in purple. Uh, the ones that are circled in purple are just telling us those are the ones you have activated. Those are the ones you have quote unquote defined. Defined okay. means colored in. So um, on the, and, and those planets are telling us at the time of your birth, based on the location where you were born on the planet, the time um, and the day, you know, that's our astrological information. Where were the planets located and where, what is the neutrino stream imprint that you received? What gate was activated? Again, based on that information okay. um, relative to you. And so that's what that is. That's what those numbers are. What was what the neutrino thing again? What was that? Tell me that. The neutrino, yeah. So the neutrino field. Think about it like this: the neutrinos make up the mass of the universe that is seen and unseen. And you could just kind of you could Google neutrinos. It's N E U T R I N O S. Okay. I think I spelled that right. I'm not. Yeah, in out of my head. I think I spelled that right. Um, when this information first came uh, through, uh, Ra uh, Uruhu was he has a different name. He was born a different name, but he changed his name to Ra. Um, he, this was channeled. It was downloaded and he was told about these neutrinos. Okay. Well, some 20 plus years later, they finally figured out how to actually measure and um, see, or, or I don't know if they could see them, but they could detect neutrinos in these huge quantum particle accelerators. So they actually proved the existence of these neutrinos years and years after uh, Ra was describing them. So basically think about it like this is it's like um, this stream of energy that's flowing through the universe and they flow through the planets and each of the planets kind of has a different archetypal energy signature and different stories and and activations and energies and then again that's what we're receiving at the time mm. of our birth and also three months prior to our birth so in the red column we're looking at what was the imprint where was everything roughly three months give or take a day or yeah. there so there prior to the moment of okay. your birth that's the design Part of it. The red. Okay. Yeah. So it's unconscious. So the design is the unconscious. It's the body. Okay. So it is. So again, human design is the only thing that really maps the unconscious uh, expression. It also maps what we receive genetically or inherit genetically from our parents. So there's a little bit of that woven mm -hmm. in there too. So again, there's where the genetics weaves in. Now on the right-hand side, the personality column, those that's those imprints, uh, again, you'll see the same symbols, but now they're in black and the numbers mm -hmm. are in black. And this is where all the planets were relative to you at the time okay. of your birth. So there's a calculation that happens we look at your time of birth and then the the uh software does this cool little calculation that figures out 88 degrees to the arc of blah right. blah blah <laughs> tells us what the design is that's about what i know okay so um you know it's kind of beyond yeah. this discussion so what does this mean for you let's look at your okay so remember what i said we've got the design is our mm -hmm. unconscious it's our body it's our body's intelligence and expression and it's sort of uh i like to think of it like a house you know when we're building a house we've got a foundation we've got the floor joists we've got the um when we build the walls we've got the uh, i always forget this word it's the whatever Frame. we do to build the wall yeah, the framing. Okay. Exactly. Thank you. So right. it's there and it's holding everything up. But once we cover it with drywall and paint and everything, we know it's there, but we can't see it. So think okay. of the design like that. It's the foundation and the framing of the house. It's there. It's always operating. It's always there. 
but we can't necessarily see it. Now, other people can kind of see it in us, but we can't always right. see it ourselves. The personality would be more like the drywall, the carpeting, the color of paint. Um, not it, It's not necessarily like this personality, the way we think of a personality, like, you know, uh, personality hmm. tests. However, it, it is sort of how we show up in the world. So in that way, energetically how we show up in the world. So in that way, yeah, it is kind of our quote unquote personality. So when we look at your in, uh, emotional intelligence function or solar plexus center, those are the interchangeable okay. terms. Um, and for everybody who's listening, what we're looking at is as you're looking at the chart, it is the triangle near the bottom right. It's kind of a goldish mustard okay. brown color and it is uh connected to the little red triangle which is the heart or willpower center uh by a solid red do, line yes. you see that yeah. so what we're looking at here is that we you have gate 40 and it's over there on the left hand side in at the oh, yeah. very top okay. of the column and you have the 37 just so happens they tend they happen to be across from each other in that channel so you've got the 37 on the other side and because both of those are activated the whole channel becomes activated and when the whole channel becomes activated the two centers on either side become activated that's how we get a uh -huh. definition so it all starts with the gates and moves upward mm -hmm. from there now Looking at your chart, you were talking about earlier about the emotions and how you're like, yes, I feel everything. I have a feeling in my body. My body has yeah. sensations. And remember what I was just saying, like, it's all about the body. Now, in your design, you see how the 3740 is red and then the little six right there is red and the 49. Those are all yeah. activated. The six and the 49 are hanging gates. They don't have the uh, other half. That's there's nothing the, wrong there. That's nothing why the, the red is only goes halfway down the line. Exactly. Exactly. Doesn't have the other half. Yeah. So it just is hanging there, and it's it's waiting for its little partner. It's wait. It's, it's you're calling in, right? You're calling the fifty nine okay. or the nineteen. So um, anyway, <clears throat> the the red tells us that you're not. While you're aware of the sensations in your solar plexus of your body, you may or may not be consciously aware of what your what emotion is going there. But because you're attuned to your body, and because of the way your design is laid out, you're you have a single definition. It's kind of a continuous line, so we can. A single definition is, uh, see, the 37 goes to the 40. We just yeah. we just talked about that one. Now let's look. It goes the 26 points down to the other triangle, okay. um, to the 44, and that's the spleen center. And then we've got the spleen center. Uh, see the 8 to that red, or not red, black solid line there, the 18 down to the 58. It connects oh, yeah. to the okay, root yep. center. See, all of them are connected. That's a single definition. In other words, you have a closed okay. circuit. You, um, you don't, you know, there's, there's the energy is, is all talking to each other, just like an electrical circuit. The whole thing is always okay. talking to each other. Somebody who has a split in their definition, let's say, let's just pretend mm -hmm. for a minute that you didn't have that 2644. Okay. Okay, let's just pretend it didn't, you didn't have that full strength. Maybe you had half of it or okay. just whatever. But basically, that would be a split in the definition. And you would have uh, a little, I call them little islands of energy. You'd have the 3740, and then you'd have that little spleen connected to the root. But the two wouldn't be connected okay. to each other. Again, we're pretending right. this right now. So what, what often happens when you have a split like that is that you go back and forth between these ways of seeing the world, you know, very instinctually in the spleen and driven in the, in the root center um, and then back over to your willpower and your emotions, like back and forth okay. and back and forth. And with your definition of it being unconscious, 
you might be very disconnected, possibly disconnected from how mm. you're feeling. Because it's all connected, it's like you have this instinctual, intuitive knowing, and it's connected directly to your emotions. So you are, even though you may not be able to label the emotion right away, you are aware of the feeling mm. in your body. Somebody who has that split in their definition and it's all red like that yeah. in their emotions, they don't always, they aren't always aware of their emotional impact mm. on others, if that makes sense. So it's, there's lots of different, I mean, obviously, because there's, everybody's different, there, we could go very, very specific about how the emotions work, but the way they work for you is that you have to feel your way through mm. the decision and not make a decision. This is true for everybody. If you look at your chart and you have this emotion center That's the one in, between the 37 and the 40? Yep, exactly. That Not the channel, just the center, the solar plexus. Oh. If you have it colored in, that, that triangle, that yeah. kind of brownish triangle on the right-hand side. Or if you look up in the little chart, it says inner authority, emotional solar right. plexus, or wait for emotional clarity. That's what you might see there if you have it colored in. This is true for everybody listening who has it colored in. You have to wait for emotional clarity and emotions move in a wave form. So there's high highs, low lows, and every point in between. And so let's say you receive an invitation, Amber. It's like, hey, do you want to go to this party? And you're like, oh my God, yes. It feels so good to be invited. That's just one of the things of being a projector. It's like, oh my God, it feels so good to be recognized and or invited. And sometimes an invitation is quite blatant, like, hey, you want to go out? Or it can be as subtle as just somebody looks at you across the room and gives you an eyebrow, right. you know? I mean, it can be it can be very subtle, right? You're like, oh, you, oh me? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and so if you're, if you're like, oh my gosh, that feels so great. And you're at the top of the wave. Oh, it feels so good to be recognized. Yeah, 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 yeah. You might say, jump in and say yes. And then you get in it and you're like, oh God, this isn't going so well. Uh-oh. Um, or you might be at the bottom of the wave where it's like the FOMO or fear of missing out or, oh my God, I better do this. Or it's never going to come. This chance is never going to come again. Or or why bother? It never works out for me anyway, right? There's like, it has this energy of fear. Does yes, this make sense absolutely. to you? Okay. So when we make a decision at the top or the bottom of the wave, it often doesn't work out because the wave is always moving. Right. It never stops. And so, but like a sine wave, you know, a sine wave goes up and down and then it has this horizontal line that bisects yeah. the wave. With this, like, I call it the zone mm -hmm. of neutrality. And in the quote unquote zone of neutrality, you're neither high nor low. You're not like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. This is going to fix everything. And you're not at the bottom of the wave, like, oh my God, I have to do this or else I'm missing out or, or, you know, more of that depressed, repressed, like, ah, oh, why bother? Nothing ever right. works for me anyway. Uh, you're not in either of those states. You're just in this, like, I know what I need to do. There's, it's, it's not. It's like this momentary, like, I don't know, maybe it sounds like angels singing, like, oh, like the, <laughs> yes. the clouds part and you're like, oh, I know what I need to do. It, it might be an uncomfortable thing that you need to do. It might be something that you're like, oh, shit, I really didn't want to <laughs> yeah. have to do this. But you know, you know, like, you know, like, you know, this is what yeah. I need to do. There. <laughs> and that's when you take Yes. Yes. In your body, I'm curious, Amber, because again, it's under, it's the design and it's the body. What does that feel like in your body when you get that clarity? What does that feel like to you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it depends on if it's something I want to do or not. <laughs> mm. That's a good, yeah, that's a great distinction. So okay, cool. if it's something that I want to do, it's it's a, a sense of calm. It's like a knot, a muscle that's knotted, you know, relaxing. Um, if it's something I don't want to do, um, 
it's almost like the knot is there, but it's because the knot isn't there because what I'm thinking about doing isn't the right thing. It's because I'm fighting, try, not wanting to do the thing. Does that make any sense? It makes total sense. And here's what I'm going to get. I'm going to give you a little design hack. And, um, and so even though your authority says emotional solar plexus, so you have to wait for emotional clarity, you're look at what it's connected to directly. It's directly connected to your heart or mm-hmm. willpower. And I love what you just said. It depends on if I want to do it or not. So when you and most people do not have that little red triangle colored in the majority of us do not it's white so you do know what Mm -hmm. you want and you are designed to do what you want so if your heart literally this does relate to the heart so uh these centers all do relate to uh different organs and uh glands Mm -hmm. in the body this in particular does relate to the heart uh this little red triangle there um you, if you, if your heart is not in it, it's a no. Period. So true. Period. You know what? I'm just going to say that is one reason that I struggled so hard in a job that did not feel value and aligned for me. It literally felt like I, it was slowly killing my soul. And I know that sounds friggin' dramatic, but that's what it felt. Well, it it is and it isn't dramatic. It it is that dramatic because right. it's true, and and what it probably this is our willpower. This is uh, the center mm-hmm. of the ego, but it's also the center of our higher self. And and love is actually in the the diamond shape, which is white in your design, in the center of the chest. the 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 gates of love are mm-hmm. in that center. The gates of our willpower. And, um, and our ego are in the heart in human design. So it's a little bit yeah. slightly different than our, you know, and we do talk about the heart, like our heart being sort of uh, where our, in many ways where our soul resides. Uh, I think, I, I believe the jury is still a little bit out. Does the soul reside in the G center, which is that diamond shape, or is it in the heart center? Who cares? Let's just say this. If your heart isn't in it, yeah. it's a no. And here's why, because when your heart is in it, you do have the energy and the willpower to make it happen. And you can make it happen very, mm-hmm. very quickly, especially if, it's been invite, if you've been invited and recognized. Now, if you're just trying to make mm-hmm. something happen and you haven't been invited, oh, that's going to backfire like a big old, you know, it's like a cat carry, uh, <laughs> coughing up a hairball in the middle of your nice five course meal that you've invited people over to, right? It's like, oh, that is not good. And so as a parent, we can get triggered, right? It's like, oh my God, just do the thing that I'm telling you to do, right? And the kids are, and the kids are like, you know, and you're, will, you're, you're pushing the will on them. You want them to do it. So, and they're like digging their heels in. So um, so there's a right use of this mm. energy. And, and um, you know, if you're like, my heart isn't in it, it's just, it's a no. And so when you left your job, your corporate job, you're like, my, this is, this is actually affecting your physical yeah. heart. It can. And I'm so glad you left because it is not worth doing potential. And, and I'm saying potential both in air quotes and out of air quotes, potential damage yeah. to the heart. And I, I never want to give someone a suggestion no. that, you know, that limits us, but it, but it does, it relates to it. And so you have full on permission. If you're like, you know what, I'm not feeling it. My heart isn't in it. It's like, walk away. Who cares if you got an invitation, a better one is, coming. you know what? It's so, that is so awesome to hear on so many levels, but you know, for, for those who are listening, you know, who have that, that energetic piece where, you know, they're, they're, they're driven by their heart. Like that is, it's permission, right? It's permission to follow your heart. And I can give you an example of another thing that allowed uh, that I was, when I started my coaching business, let's say, I Mm. kind of boxed myself into 
because I didn't know how to market it in any other way. I was looking at, um, I put myself into the box of a dating coach. It never felt right. It, it never felt, it just felt like something was off. Like it was slightly, like almost like you're almost at the radio station that you want, but like you're off by one or something. Does that make sense? And I've just recently um, aligned with, I'm not sure if you know Melody Pormorati, but she she created a a mission a, a program called girl life empowerment and it's mm. all around um i've become a facilitator and it's all around um supporting our girls when they're younger when they need it the most you know to help them so that when we were when we were in our 20s and 30s that's when we started to unlearn all the the stuff and and whatnot and this is helping these girls have the toolbox that they need that will help them deal with the world and empower themselves. And it's just something that I'm so, my heart is so in and it just feels so much better. It just feels like I'm on the right path. And I mean, it's still kind of around, like I was still in the women's empowerment, you know, field I suppose when you're talking about dating but it just didn't feel quite right and it's interesting Mm -hmm. because I was trying to force that and now that I've found this other uh, avenue to to uh, pursue I guess is for lack of a better word it just feels like my heart feels full Mm. and I I get energized by you know, like I said, I just got started, but I get energized when I'm doing my Facebook lives, sharing about this, sharing about the workshops I have coming up, um, sharing tips and tricks in, I did a 10 day challenge. I went live for 10 days straight. And wow. that <laughs> for a projector, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That is a lot. I can't even, I don't even do that. And, right. <laughs> and it, it just proved to me that I was on the right path because I had the energy to do it. Yes, exactly. And you are an energy projector Mm -hmm. because you have three of the four motor centers. The sacral is one of them, which you do not have, of course, because you're a projector, but you have the other three, the the little heart, the little red triangle there. The emotion center is a motor center and the drive and stamina or the root at the very bottom, the square at the very bottom is also a motor in the design. And so you do, you can, you can easily look like and, um, and feel like probably a generator type because you do have some energy, but it's very different energy than, than the sacral energy. It's a little more of a a center type energy not not the long haul. I have, this isn't about oh you know, my gosh that's, that makes so much sense because I have two speeds full speed and and slow oh. <laughs> full speed and fast asleep my god this is going to give me so much more permission to show myself compassion because I've always felt frustrated that I sprinted that I did sprints yeah. like why can't I just have sustainable you know long term it, uh, yeah. what's the word momentum <laughs> yeah no it's not there that's not what that's not your design right. that's not how it's going to work and this is I love that I'm so glad you said this because this is where you know when I'm doing profit potential coaching with somebody I I look at not just their design but their business model mm-hmm. it's like what not just the I mean there's so many things that we can look at you know the marketing and the and the business model that will work, but also just saying, how does your energy mm-hmm. flow? Because when you, when you create your business around that, what happens is that your energy stays clean and clear and it's a, it's a higher frequency. So the design, you didn't mm-hmm. ask this, but I'll say it. Our design doesn't change right. from birth, but our expression of the design changes and ah. can change. So we can either be operating in an unhealthy sort of uh, shadow state where we're operating out of our conditioning Mm. or we're operating and, or, because it was always, you know, we're always, 
um, yeah. evolving. Like, we're, you know, we're energetic beings and we communicate energetically first and foremost. So we're constantly being activated by energies around us. The, our, the key is being able to discern what is consistent in our design that we can rely on over and over and over again. And what you can rely on is that emotional response, that willpower, that if your heart is in it, yeah. you can do it. And if you're loving it, you can do it. Um, I mean, you can you can rely on those things. You can rely on your intuitive, instinctual knowing of things. And so, but but all the other areas of the design where it's white, that's where we receive the energy from others. So it's the nature ah. versus nurture. Our nature is what's colored in in the design. Nurture is what's white in the design. And it turns on and off depending on who we're with depending on the movement of the planets or transits, depending on the cycles that we're in. We've had Saturn return. We have Chiron returns. We have these different cycles that we go through. And so we can map all that out. But when you are just being true to your nat your nature, then what happens is that your life can get very simple. And when you, when we create based on that, and we surrender to that, we stop trying to create our business and everything from mm. our mind and instead listen to our damn yeah. body you know got so much wisdom and our purpose is already implicit in the design i say over and over again our design does us not the mm. other way around when you're naturally just being you you are living your purpose you can't right. not can't mess this up. You can't screw it up. If if this is the only podcast any of your listeners ever listen to about human design, they got something and you got something about that and you never listened to anything again, you would know, like if you were just listening to your authority, if you were trusting whatever that authority said, if you just followed that, your the rest would right. work out. The reason we do look at design deeper is because it can actually help us understand why we don't listen to our right. own authority. And help us to make it more easeful versus struggling, right? Exactly. Exactly. What you know, and even your your uh your podcast partner, Olivia, like she as an advisor, I don't have her chart in front of me, but she's gonna operate really differently than you. And and we can even look at partnerships, like we can blend the two charts together, they get a third chart, and we can look at uh, you know, business, I look at business partnerships, I look at teams, and I map all of that and look at it and go, okay, here where the gaps are, here's how you support each other, here's how to work together, here's where you might mm, trigger each other. Yeah. And it's so cool, because then again, we can just, it's not about going, oh, well, you know, I'm not good at it, or I don't like it, or, you know, I'm, I'm lacking in something. It's just more like, oh, the energy, this is how the energies work together. And, oh, you might need to bring in a team member that will help you with this right. piece of yeah. it. Yeah. I, I love it. And I definitely want to talk to you more about this <laughs> because it is. So fun, and, it? you know, I find it, it, I think for a lot of people um, who are entrepreneurs, I feel like this could be a piece that is the missing link, so to speak, when it comes to having your business and your life work for you. Because like I said, I have forced things mm. in, in, in being an entrepreneur and in life in general, you know, I've forced relationships, I've forced, you know, jobs, I've forced, um, you know, and now as an entrepreneur, when I first became a coach, forced myself into, you know, a, a niche that I, it just, it didn't quite fit the bill. And having, mm -hmm. you know, the support and understanding of someone like yourself, who, you know, can kind of allow me to and or you, you know, for those listening, allow the person to be able to hone in on the energy and, and benefit from the energy that they have. And also, where the best place for getting support could be because that's something that I struggle with, you know, where should I, where should I get the help from, you know? And because right. right. you could spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on coaches, on 
business programs on, and you know, I've spent thousands of dollars (laughs) and, and, uh, knowing, knowing that, that piece of things that the human design piece of things, I just feel like it will really allow people to blossom. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and just to like coming back full circle, you know, there's nothing wrong with us, but part of the coaching industry is built upon. um, And, and, and I, I mean, it's, we have a job because of it, but it's also, you know, I look at design as a tool to liberate people from, you know, I, I purchase coaching and I invest in myself and coaching, not to try to fix myself, but to further amplify the gifts and genius that I know I possess. And I don't say that from an egotistical point of view. I just yeah. look at my design as an objective, like this is the car I'm driving, right. I'm riding in. And this is what my car requires in order to express it, the, the genius of it yeah. in the world. And so I can look at it without making it personal mm-hmm. about me. And everybody has that genius. And so when you understand what that is, then you can make investments that will amplify that instead of spending a lot of time trying to fix something that's not even freaking broken right. in the first place. Yeah. You know? I love like, that. I love that and, term, Chris, that, yeah. you know, amplify. Because we yeah. all are amazing creatures and we all have innate um, abilities and and, an innate magic. And if, if you can understand what that magic is and amplify, like you said, there's no friggin' stopping you. Exactly. And I love that you're doing the work that you're doing with Mm -hmm. girls because this is the, they are, they are our future, you know, and everything that we can do to help them. The kids get this stuff super quick. They love it. I mean, I talk with my, sometimes my kids will be like, all right, I'm designed that way. Broken record, but um, they just, we all roll our eyes and laugh and whatever. And it's super fun, but they, but they do, um, recognize themselves and they recognize themselves very quickly. And what's so cool is, is when a kid doesn't judge themselves and they stand in that truth of themselves, um, regardless of whether they understand their design or not, that it doesn't even have to be about mm-hmm. that. Anytime we give them permission to be like, no, that doesn't work for me because that is exactly what's happening. We are moving into an era where the individual makes the decision because it's true and right and correct for them. And by definition, it is true and right and correct for the whole because they know, we know that one at one person can impact millions. And, but it's all about living true to ourselves. It's not trickling down. Like there's the guru on the, you know, or the, the, that's telling everybody what to do it is the each individual who says this is what's true for me and we all have a part to play we're all here to assist one another in bringing out our genius and but you can't do that unless you know what yours is otherwise you just keep competing with everybody yep. else and kind of yeah work, absolutely you know? I couldn't agree more absolutely well, thank you so, so much, Chris, for uh, for being here today. Um, I would love for you to share and I will, I'll get you to send me so that I can, you know, link it in the, in the show notes, but sh- share with people, with our, our listeners here, how they can reach out to you and, you know, and contact you if they have questions about their own design and how they can make it work for them. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Amber. It's been super fun talking with you. I could geek yeah. out with you for hours, <laughs> I think. Um, and just looking at our designs, the, we hook each other up in certain ways. And that's why I'm like, oh, no wonder we could talk all day. <laughs> so um, so uh, you can find me at chrisprochaska.com, uh, K-R-I-S-P-R-O-C-H-A-S-K-A.com. And uh, my specialty is, as I work a lot with advisors, but also... Uh, my programs are mostly geared towards the generators because 
uh, you know, exactly. we live in a generator. There's more world. generators than anybody else. And, and it's more about, it actually came out of working with uh, projectors and realize how can I help projectors, you know, live, live their purpose. You're here to guide the generators. And it was, I just got this huge download. It was like, help the generators understand the dynamics and how to, how to live in alignment with their design. And you can definitely help all the other types. And so, uh, so I have uh, my sacral warrior intensive and the builder revolution, and it's all about helping generators and manifesting generators live in alignment with their sacral and, um, and how to make money and a living that is in alignment with you and your own gifts and genius so that we can support you projectors <laughs> and, reflectors and reflectors in really um, living your purpose as well as an, as this interconnected, beautiful holographic um, energetic whole and um so again thank you so much for having me it's absolutely awesome yes so we will post the um the link for chris uh, chris's contact information in the show notes and uh we will look forward to seeing you guys next time around thanks again chris thank you thanks for listening to this episode of the empowered woman podcast badass and unfiltered if you like what you're hearing please subscribe for guest opportunities, you can email us at theempoweredwomanpodcast at gmail.com, also linked in the description below.